big West Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Leg of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. is the new old school podcast i am your host don allen tell somebody about the podcast it's all free you know you can download any of these free apps to any mobile device podbean google play apple podcast itunes store and spotify they're all free why it's freer than invisible handcuffs did you see it aoc alexandria ocasio cortez protesting, making a stand with the people. Well, she got arrested. When I say arrested, I put that in quotes, quotation, she got arrested. As a cop is hauling her off on the video while she smiles, she has her hands behind her back like she's been handcuffed. Handcuffed. All the news outlets are like, oh my goodness, she's, she's handcuffed and being hauled off. But no handcuffs. She's literally holding her hands behind her back because she, oops, she waved. She waved at the people as she was being arrested and hauled off in handcuffs. Get your invisible handcuffs today and support uh, the AOC re-election campaign. I'd rather you get the apps. They actually exist. The apps are real. And they really are free. Uh, They're as free as AOC. How's everybody doing today? I appreciate you joining me here on the New Old School Podcast. We've been in a good long series here for, what is this, the 10th one, 10th podcast, 10th one in the series on how to receive healing and, um, well, really how to receive and minister healing. And as I mentioned in the previous nine, which you do need to go back and look at, we are simply uh, going back to the basics. I think many of us got a little bit bogged down with what I would call the paralysis of analysis, meaning I think we, we took too much at the LMNOP and we've forgotten about our ABCs. And what I mean is with all the social media that we have now, uh, and thank God for it, but it is easy to watch and to listen to so much. And again, that's okay. But I think what happens is, is we jump in on many of these teachings or videos concerning healing and, and we can see and we can hear this stuff. And what we're getting is the LMNOP of that ministry. Because of course, that's what gets the views, the clicks, the likes. We love watching healing testimonies. We love to heal, uh, to hear a minister tell a story about a miracle. We like to see cameras following Todd White, for instance. I just I use him because really he he's the one that in our in our time uh, it it was really a big deal with everybody with cell phones now and, and able to take you know video, and so we can see cameras or phones you know following Todd White and others. And wow, exciting! Did you see that? Did you see that miracle? Go over to YouTube. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Wow. Well, what you're getting is the element OP. We are not hearing or seeing the ABC time, the hours put in, the study, the prayer, the time spent learning, what worked, what didn't work, the agony of the failures and the joys of success. And so it's easy sometimes to jump out at the element of something that we've watched or listened to. And well, at times we fail. Um, the issue is when things don't go the way we wanted, I believe it's because we didn't have an ABC to hold on to at the foundation to go back to when it all seemed like it wasn't working. And what happens then is we begin to make things up as to why we believe it didn't work for me 
because we do need an answer. So we say things like, well, you know, so-and-so, you know, they're just really anointed for that. They, they're just really anointed for that. Well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't God's will for that. Well, maybe it's all in the good Lord's timing. We make up doctrines to cover man's failures to manifest God's power. And that's a real danger. That's the danger of this. And I've seen it in many people over the past 22 years when they didn't have a foundation to pull back on what's left. You just make stuff up. Because the reality is just, uh, you just need to go back. And as an example, I can minister to somebody and let's say they didn't get the manifestation we were looking for. So what to do? What to do? Well, I can go back to what I know the word says at the ABCs and I can know for sure something I don't have to mess with that it is God's will, absolutely. So I don't even need to go there. I don't need to go back and waste any time on that. It is God's will. I can analyze now, does this person believe? If not, as it said of Jesus's ministry, they came to hear and be healed. So they had to have faith built into them sometimes. So I can check that off, you know, I can, I can run down my list. If they do believe, then what's next? Well, did I hear from Holy Spirit? And what I mean is, is did I lay hands on someone when I was supposed to anoint them with oil? Did I anoint someone with oil that I was supposed to pray the prayer of faith over? Did I give up too soon? Maybe it was actually a spirit involved and not just the affliction at the surface of a physical infirmity. Maybe as it was with that woman with the 18 years, it was a spirit of infirmity and had nothing to do with a, a bad back at all. But that comes at the ABCs of learning some things. Was I supposed to uh, simply speak to it? I can go back to some basics in knowing the word of God and what it says and know that I don't have to um, look at some things and I know that I need to look into some other things. And, and I don't know what I can, you know, and what I don't know, then what do I do? Then I can ask for wisdom from God and Holy Spirit will guide me into all truth and teach me. And really that's the answer. How's he gonna guide me into all truth when I didn't even know the truth to begin with? How's he gonna bring things back to my remembrance that I never looked back at, at the ABCs to begin with? But that's the answer. So what are we doing? Well, most aren't doing that because they're jumping out there at the LMNOP. I saw Todd White lay hands on somebody in a wheelchair and that's what I'm gonna go do. It's not unbiblical, but maybe it's situationally incorrect. What if just commanding by the power of the name of Jesus Christ to arise and walk like, like uh, Peter and John? So anyway, I, I hope I've made my point. We need to have the foundation under us at ABC to get to the LMNOP. That's what this teaching's all about. So today, today, know this. Holy Spirit is ever-present with all the power that he has. And, and we can and need to mix our faith with his power. And here's the kicker. Whether we see the power or not, whether we see the power or not, we have to mix our faith with his power to receive and minister healing. Did you know your senses are a very unsafe guide to tell you whether the power is present or not? As an example, We've been comparing God's healing power to electricity. When you walk up to an outlet on a wall, do you believe there's electricity there? Well, how do you know? How do you know that? You don't see it. You don't smell it. You don't taste it. You don't hear it. You don't feel it. I hope you don't feel it. So how do you know? Well, you trust that, you trust that it's there way before you ever see the manifested power, right? 
And so that belief, way before I see it, that belief is so strong that I will, by faith, plug something into it. I will cooperate with it, and I will mix my faith with it by my actions of plugging something into it, knowing that when I do, I fully expect it to release the power that's in there. I don't drop to my knees and pray about it. I don't think about it. I don't have to beg the electric company about it. I don't do any of that. Sometimes the healing power of God is ministered to a sick person so that the person is filled with the power of God, the healing power of God, like heavenly electricity. You know, I mean, whoa, oh, oh, yeah, and yet no, listen, and yet no real final healing has taken place until something occurs that releases the faith of the individual. So again, let's say I plug into the power of God. I have, for instance, laid my hands on them, and the power of God has went into their bodies. Well, but we haven't seen anything happen yet until they decide to, as a cord, plug in and release the power. So if I plugged a cord into the wall, is that cord filled with all the same power? Yes. But is it manifested in a way that I can see it? No. Not until I plug something into the end of that cord by the action and it releases, yes, what was in the wall, but it also releases what was in the cord in action. I can plug a vacuum cleaner into a cord that's plugged into the wall and it won't do anything until I step on that, that, that by faith, I'm gonna step on that, that uh, switch or flip the switch on the vacuum cleaner and then what? I'm gonna hear and see the manifested power in the action of manifesting of what I want it to do. It's not till I plug something into the cord by action, it releases, again, what was in the wall, yes, but also what was in the cord in action. Now, that, that vacuum cleaner sitting there with electricity in it, but to release it in a manifested way into a form of what I need it to do, you're going to have to flip the switch. The power was there in the cord all along, but we didn't see the manifestation of it until what? Action was taken. So many times through the years, I've ministered to people, and we would have a manifestation, right? God's power on display where people would walk out of wheelchairs, I mean, we're talking about, I mean, just throwing, throwing things down and, and, and running, legs growing out, tumors disappearing, people getting off of cots who were carried into meetings. That was in Warsaw, Missouri. They brought people in on cots, two different people. Both were miraculously healed and ran, deaf hearing, mute speaking. These people mixed their faith with the power that was there, but I would also see some healed who didn't feel anything at all. They just believed it. And that settled it. They were like that woman with an issue of blood. I put, I, I put that call out that anybody who would come to tonight's meeting, this is what I did when I was in Warsaw. I put that call out. Anybody that would come to tonight's meeting will be healed or I will stop preaching and I'll leave. Now, that was by the spirit of God that I said that. I wasn't being cocky. It wasn't me for sure. Scared me actually. Until God said to me, can I do it or not? Yes, sir, you can. Then all right, you show up and you do what I say. Okay, well, no problem. We saw ridiculous miracles that night. Many were already settled on it, though. Uh, they, they were settled on it. It was, I shall. They didn't need to feel anything. It was just settled already that tonight was my night. So I, I, I felt that a lot of them uh, didn't. They didn't feel something, and they were still healed. Now, here's the flip side. Many would say, wow, I do feel the power of God all over me. Oh, my goodness, it's like I'm on fire or electricity, it's all over my body. And again, if they mixed their faith with that, they were healed too. But just because the power was there, it didn't automatically heal them. Many who felt something didn't walk away with a manifestation. At, the same, uh, at that same church in Warsaw, I had a very large prayer line. And I, so I, uh, I felt this time that I was simply to walk down. You know, like a lot of times I'll take a moment and say, all right, what are you, what are you dealing with? What's going on? 
you know, and I'll get a little bit of info and then boom, I'll go for it. This particular time, I was to simply walk down this long line and lay my hands on the people quickly this time. I don't usually do it that way, but that's what I heard God say to do. Just walk up to each one of them, lay your hands on them and, and listen to me as to, to, to what to say. And so I did down the line. Some fell out under the power. Some just stood there. Others cried and shouted. Others cried and shouted. Some jumped around, whatever. So again, I just went down the line and in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. You know, I'm just laying my hands on him. In the name of Jesus, be healed. I'm looking right at him, you know. So I came back that evening. I was in the pastor's office praying, getting ready for service. And I heard outside the door, just off the sanctuary, people shouting, crying, yelling, laughing, praising God. What is going on? So I went out to see a large crowd at the back side of the door to the left, if you're, if you're looking towards the back, and, and there's a side door. And they've got somebody surrounded in a mass of bodies. I couldn't see who it was. And so I go back there, and here's this little old lady there. And so what took place is that morning, because we're talking about ABCs here, that morning as I did what I was told, I simply walked down the line, laid my hands on them in the name of Jesus. No talking, really, or finding out what was wrong. None of that. Just be healed in the name of Jesus. She said, you came down that line, and you were laying hands on everybody. But when you got to me, for some reason, you placed your hands over both of my ears. You grabbed the sides of my head and said, be healed in Jesus' name. But what you couldn't have known is I've been deaf for 30 years. I said, well, why didn't you say something? She said, well, no, I left the line deaf. I got in my car and I drove home and I'm still deaf. I walked into my home deaf. I sat down to eat lunch. And when I prayed, I said, God, your word says that believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And that boy laid his hands on me. Now I should recover in Jesus name. And she took a bite of her sandwich. and said, both of my ears popped open for the first time in 30 years. Come on. What she, she went back to the ABCs. She got herself a miracle based off of faith, knowing that by the laying on of hands, So the power's there. It's in me right now. Her faith plugged into it. She didn't sit there and whine about it. She didn't get mad. She didn't get upset and say, well, I didn't feel anything. And it's not, why, God, why? And make up all the excuses as to why it maybe didn't work. She said, it does work. It does work because your word says it works. And it should now manifest in my body. What'd she do? She flipped the switch of faith. Faith and power. But she didn't rely on her senses to tell her how it was going to go. She relied on the word of God to tell her how it should go. That boy laid hands on me and the power is in me right now. And I'm going to release it by believing your words that say that believers shall lay hands on the sick. And boom, there it went. Now, let me say the power can, and it does at times fall upon people. We see that in Acts 8, 14 through 17. Listen to the language. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They'd only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They laid hands on them and received Holy Spirit. Fallen upon none of them, it says. There is at times, as it would be like a rain, if you were, where the Spirit can fall upon the believers. We know they use that example of rain when speaking about Holy Spirit many times. So yes, that can happen as well. And I would love to see more of it. I've been in services where that's taken place and the Spirit of God comes in and falls upon the people and they're running to the altar with testimonies and nobody laid hands on anybody. They were supernaturally healed. I even remember some getting delivered from addictions in in those services. But they had to tap into it because I also saw some in those exact same services who sat there with their arms crossed said, I don't believe it. 
I think this is silly. Well, the power was there, and all they would have had to do is move to connect to it, and they too could have been set free. It can be there, but again, without faith to connect, you'll be the thronging crowd who were there. They're in the presence of Jesus. They saw some things happen. They still walked away without their healing. I was in a service that we had in Eugene, Missouri. We'd held many tent revivals there through the years. Uh, This particular night, we were inside, and a man walked up for healing, and uh, he had a large, what looked like a a half of a golf ball-sized tumor on the underside of his right wrist. And it looked kind of red and inflamed. And he said, it's hurting. It's hindering the movements in his hand and his wrist. And then he said this, this was Matt and I, we were standing there. And he says, well, I guess between God and you two, uh, this thing can be healed. And man, Matt jumped forward and, and he said, us two, between God and us two, Matt said, we're not going to do anything. He said, how long have you been born again? Well, such and such years. Matt said, you've been a believer longer than me and Donnie put together. We aren't going to do anything for you. You're going to do it. So Matt told him to lay his other hand over that tumor, and he said, you speak to it. He said, you tell that thing scriptures. He said, Matt said, give me three healing scriptures. Well, believers lay hands on the sick. Uh, By his stripes, I am healed. Uh, I mean, he said the scriptures. Um, Forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities and heals all my diseases. And all of a sudden, he, he shouted. He said, wait, 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 wait. And he took his hand off of that tumor, and the tumor was gone. A young girl that was on the second row jumped up and said, "What? wait, 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 where is it? Where did it go? No way, man, no way. What just happened? God healed this man. She said, I want that God. And she was born again and filled with the Holy Ghost that night because she saw that miracle. But what happened? This man had to be reminded, go back to the ABCs, brother. You didn't need us. It's the word. It was in him. He needed stirred up. He didn't need us. He could go and do it at any time. And you can too. You can too. Faith mixed with the power. God's word is powerful. Mix faith with, faith with it. Look at Hebrews 4 and verse 2. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as them, right? The word, the word of God was there. Indeed, the same gospel was preached to us as well as them, but the word that they heard didn't profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in those that heard it. The same word, the same powerful, supernatural, amazing word of God was presented to them. They didn't flip the switch. So they all heard the same word of God. Some got it, some didn't. Why? Not being mixed. Don't tell me faith isn't important. Not being mixed with faith. Some did, some didn't. So it appears to me faith is a key. As I mentioned with any of these chords, as we've been calling them, these methods, faith is going to be involved with all of them as well. The laying on of hands, prayer cloth, praying, speaking the word of God, the name of Jesus, whatever method Holy Spirit would lead you to do, faith will still always need to be mixed with it. But remember, the healing anointing is tangible. It's a real substance. And when you and I, when we begin to follow these laws, if you will, like electricity, we can take that real substance and we are going to use it to set the captives free. my friends. They all heard the word, but it didn't benefit the ones who didn't apply faith. So what what am I saying today? Move beyond the methods and get into faith. You have the power. Now let's get it released. Let's see the manifestation. That's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the new old school podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. 
next time, I'm going forth in faith. And I'll be attempting the ridiculous and achieving the miraculous. Thank you.